0: maybe try chess? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Remarkable Farkle McBride, by John Lithgow. Illustrations by C.F. Payne. Published by Simon & Schuster Books for Young Readers For those who don't know John Lithgow, he's an American actor in film, TV, and theater. He is best known for his role as Dick Solomon in the television series Third Rock from the Sun. John has two Tony Awards, six Emmys, two Golden Globes, three SAG Awards, and he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The remarkable Farkle McBride follows a boy through his classical music career. He becomes discontent with various instruments, trying a new one every other year of his life. Will this boy finally find the right instrument? Well, the dress code is Black Tie, because we're going to see the orchestra. The tale sets off telling the reader that a boy named Farkle was unhappy with the musical instruments he tried. I just want to get this out before we go any further. What the hell kind of name is Farkle? Couldn't his parents have found any other name? Whatever happened to strong names like Bill, or John for that matter? Wait, okay, just looked it up. Farkle is an Irish last name, so he's one of these kids who has a last name as a first name, like Carter, Reagan, or Johnson. I hate when parents do that, but this kid's name might be the worst. It sounds like an off-brand gas axe. Have to fart? Get Farkle. There's no fart we can't tackle. Farkle. Once we get that fart in our grasp, we won't let it leave your ass. That's Farkle. Apparently when this kid was just three years old, he mastered the violin. It looks like he plays in a community orchestra with a bunch of old people. That's how you do it. You want your kid to be good at something? Get him started early, like Tiger Woods. Just don't wear him out, or they'll end up doing a documentary on him, saying he was a phenom, but he dropped out of school with a drug problem, because he was so burned out. Then one day, when Farkle was four years old, he explodes and breaks his violin, saying he hates the sound. See? What did I say? He's burned out in only one year. His parents must have been riding him hard. Well, at five, he gets into the woodwinds and picks up the flute. And he starts tootin' away on that thing. Next thing you know, this kid is playing in a full blown orchestra. And the story states, quote, He went Rudily, Tootily, Tootily too. End quote. Don't ask me the name of that one. This is unbelievable. This kid is some sort of a savant to master two instruments like this at this young of an age. But like many geniuses, he has a temper, and at six, he becomes annoyed with the flute too and throws it into a lake. His parents, before they push him into anything else, might want to get him help so he can learn to manage that. Can you guess what happens next? Yep, at seven, he picks up the trombone, masters it, and gets to blow the bone in the orchestra, only to become annoyed and throw it out too. This process repeats itself yet again when he picks up percussions at age 9 to give it up a year later. I'm amazed, for as quaint of a house as his parents have, how do they have the money to keep buying instruments like this? If I were them, I would make him pick up a job to pay for it. If Farkle is irritated by every instrument, maybe music isn't his thing. Why didn't his parents just have him try chess? Well, one day the conductor of the orchestra goes down with the sniffles, so the members of the orchestra, in order to save their recital, tell him, quote, You've got to replace him, young Farkle was told. Your cooperation is vital, End quote. So demanding. Farkle picks up the baton and does what he's told, and he crushes it. Rock me, Amadeus. He finds out he doesn't mind the sound of the instruments when they're all playing together. It sounds like we found the next Mozart. The story comes to a close with Farkel being satisfied. But for how long, one has to ask. And he now prefers to be called maestro. There's not an ego there. There's some positives and negatives to be taken from this moral. The positive is Farkel stuck with his skill, which is music and he eventually found his place where he could be successful. And in life, many who follow their skills end up doing something with them that was not what they ever envisioned. But they are happy and flourishing. The negative is the way the kid dealt with his instruments and the opportunities being presented to him. It showed he had no appreciation for what was given to him. He should have been more grateful for his parents' support. John's writing was extremely smooth and playful. He didn't miss a rhyme. Considering he studied at Harvard, maybe I shouldn't be surprised. I understand why John went through the different instrument families in an orchestra, but it felt a few pages too long, or one instrument too many, and the repetition got predictable. I'll also say that with the boy being a savant, it made it a little too hard to relate. CF's illustrations were silly and realistic, at the same time. His choice of POVs placed the reader right into the story. Overall, these two put together a nice musical tale. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.4. I'll have a heap in helping and go back for a bite or two. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.